Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 154. I'm your host, James Shotwell, and it's great to be with you again. My guest for this quickie episode is none other than Alex Henry of the band Basement, who are currently touring the United States as the opening act on the co-headlining tour from Weezer and the Pixies. Now, if you're a fan of alternative music, I am going to go out on a limb and say that you are probably already familiar with the band Basement. They have been around since 2009, and despite a two-year hiatus from 2012 to 2014, the band has stayed busy touring, recording, putting out music, and doing everything they can to connect with listeners around the world. And I love the story of Basement because it's not a band that was started with the intention of becoming the next great rock band. Hell, I don't even know if they care about being considered a great rock band. Basement formed because they wanted to be able to play in the clubs that their friends were playing in. They wanted to get onto some cool hardcore shows, maybe make their way to London, and see the world. And if they could do that while playing music that they created, that would be a dream. And guess what? They've done exactly that. In fact, as you'll hear in this conversation, they're currently on their 10th tour around the United States. And that's something impressive for anyone. I mean, there's no other country I've been to 10 times, and maybe that's because I never wrote music with my friends and started a band. Basement are living the dream for so many people, and they are fully aware of that fact. On this episode, Alex tells me about the realities of touring arenas. You know, people always picture it as this glitz and glamour, but a lot of the time, Basement are either on their tour bus van combination hybrid, or they're waiting around in locker rooms or whatever kind of green room the venue has set up. The band is currently touring in the Midwest, where, as many of you know, winter is still in full effect, and that has prevented them from exploring too much, but we talk a little bit about the sights and sounds the group has seen, as well as what else they hope to see while they're still on the road. We also get into the realities of playing on stages as big as arenas. Most nights, this Weezer Pixies tour is in a room that holds 10,000 people, if not more, and that is substantially larger than the vast majority of shows Basement have ever played. Some might think they re- that the group would approach their sound or their performance style in a whole different way because of this, but the opposite may be true. As Alex explains, the way the lights hit your face and the amount that you can actually see leads him to feel more like he's playing in his bedroom than in the biggest room he's probably ever performed within, and that probably makes all the difference in the quality of the performance. Before I get to all of this, I do want to tell you that it is a short episode this week. Alex and I had just about 20 minutes to talk, and after some careful edits, we got it down to about 18 minutes, so you're going to be in and out of this one really quick, but I think it's worth your time. That said, this episode of Inside Music and all episodes of Inside Music are brought to you by Holix, the music industry's leading promotional distribution company. And what that means is that Holix works with record labels, publicists, managers, and independent artists from all over the world to share new and unreleased music with industry tastemakers. To learn how they do this and gain access to a free 30-day trial, visit holix.com. And if you want to take advantage of that trial, just click on the sign-up button in the upper right-hand corner, choose a plan that fits your needs, and give the platform a shot. Cancel before the end of your first month and you will not be charged a dime, but I think you'll love it. Artists like Chance the Rapper, Blink-182, Metallica, Niall Horan, A Perfect Circle, and thousands more trust Holix with their music, including Basement, and you can as well by visiting holix.com. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com. I also want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter. It's at Holix. Once again, that's H-A-U-L-I-X. And I also want you to check out our blog. We post industry news and updates, editorials, and a whole bunch more at holixdaily.com. That's H-A-U-L-I-X. 
lixdaily.com. Now that's all I have, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with Alex from Basement. part of the country it's basically been frozen until about four days ago so how's it been for you traveling have you actually been able to see places or are you just trapped indoors every day um yeah not really like yesterday we were in columbus ohio and we went up to this really cool toy store called big fun we, like found like a bunch of cool little old toys i'm looking for matrix stuff found some cool little matrix figurines which is pretty sweet um got some coffee and checked out a few stores which is nice um been playing poker a lot on this tour, which has been kind of fun because we don't we have a lot of like time before we play, and then we have like a lot of off days. But we used to park in like a, you know, like a Walmart parking lot, and then we just go off and do our own thing, try and get like a family dinner in, go somewhere in the evening, which is nice. But yeah, really haven't really seen that much of like the country. I mean, this is our like what tenth US tour or something crazy. So I don't know. Unless we go somewhere really exciting and the weather's good, I'm totally fine to just do some work at the venue or just hang out. I've been to those big fun toy stores in Ohio. There used to be a lot more of them, but there's only like one or two left anymore, I think. But it's a really cool place. I wish more people would check it out. Those, like those, like you said, it's yeah, like old school so pop cool. culture. They have like everything. They have everything. And I'm not even a toy person, but I was like, I have to buy. So I had like put a little, I put like some of them on my amps and stuff. And I like collecting like little weird things. So like a few of them will go in my room and then some of them will go on top of my amp and I'll just tour them and stuff, which I think is cool. Yeah, I think the last time I was there, I bought uh, one of those, uh, a talking Pee Wee Herman doll for the same reason. Like I'm not a toy guy. Oh, wow. But I needed I needed to support the business because I think it's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like there's only places like that in the world left. Well, I want to talk about this tour as somebody that was has been writing about the band since you first formed, which is like a, a like a decade ago at this point. Which I want we'll get to that as well, hopefully in this little bit of time. But can you tell me a little bit about how, when you first learned about the tour? Like, I imagine getting a call to join the Weezer, join the Pixies and Weezer is kind of a big deal, no matter who you are. Yeah, we got like a call from our manager saying like, "Hey." Just to let you know, like, you'd want your name to perform this tour, right? And I was like, yeah, obviously, I just I think it's possible. But, yeah, sure, go for it. So then he did. And then, like, a few days later, he was like, yeah, like, your name's in the running for it. And I was like, okay. I was like, well, just don't talk to me until it's actually happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get my hopes up. And a few days go by, and he's like, no, like, we're going to find out tomorrow if you got the tour. I was like, what do you mean? I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, that, like, happened really quick. He's like, yeah. I was like, you joking though? And he's like, no, I'm serious. Like, you, you have a good shot, shot at getting it. And then the next day, he called us and was like, hey, you're on tour with Weezer and the Pixies. So it was definitely a crazy moment. We were all kind of like freaking out. Um, it hadn't really felt real to me until we started the tour. And then we got here and it was just like, whoa, this is pretty gnarly. But uh, yeah, really, really awesome tour to be on. I feel honored to be playing with such awesome bands. 
I always find I, I do a lot of interviews with people that kind of do their when they're on their first or second arena tour, and I, I like to talk about the challenge. I guess it's so exciting, but then you go out into a room of uh, like tonight. I know it's ten thousand people. They're not all there yet, and there are people that are kind of filed in. What's it like to try to win over that that crowd or a crowd in that room? I imagine that it's a little bit different than when you're in a club. Even if you're not the headlining band, you're still in that tight, confined space. But when you walk out into an arena, especially as the first band, there's people filing into their seats and everything else. Like, what what is that experience like and the challenge of trying to get them to pay attention? Um, you know, I, I don't really worry about it too much because I think I'm just stoked there's people there that early anyway. Like, they never turn up that early, so... When we play, I just like it, it's weird. It doesn't feel like you're playing an arena. Sometimes it's so dark that you can't really even see people's faces. So I kind of just focus on like the light at the back of the room where there's like an attendant, like you know, waving people into their seats. And I just kind of like look out into the crowd and just I don't know, just go off as hard as we can. And I think that's something that separates us from the other two bands because obviously we're a little bit younger and uh, we you know try and put on the best show we can and. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I like try and look through the darkness to actually like see see people and see what they're not in their head or anything. But I think it's cool. I think they probably weren't expecting to see. I don't know a band that's we have some songs that are a little bit heavier than the other two bands, a little bit darker, and it's kind of cool to put on something a little bit different for the tour. So I, I like the challenge, and I, I honestly enjoy the fact that like people are there just seeing us for the first time. It's a cool feeling, like knowing that. Oh, I wonder what they're making of this right now. Like, no one's booing and people are clapping after we play, so I assume it's going well. But, um, yeah, I like it. It's like a, it's a nice change of pace from doing like headline shows where people turn up and they know who you are and stuff. So, I like it. I think it's cool. That's awesome, man. I, I, I imagine, I like that you mentioned that it's, it's, hard to see because i always i always wonder what it's like like how far out you can actually see from the stage when all the lights yeah it's, it's over the lights and stuff and it's like you know it feels like i'm just playing in my bedroom with, with the guys like dude you can't it's like there's no difference because it's so strange like it never feels it's never like oh this is so scary it's just, it feels like oh yeah i'm just playing like another show and it's just funny. It's, it's almost it makes it less stressful because it's kind of funny. It's, it's cool. cool. I like it. It's just a matter it of the lights. Good. The, like, <laughs> go ahead. It really loud. It's awesome. <laughs> it's just a matter of the lights like, being a little bit louder. Sound that loud, yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and then and then you get to the end of the set and all the lights come up and you're like, oh yeah, we're in a big room right now. Sorry. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. Well, I wonder. I want to talk about that other thing that I just touched on. I know that the band had a couple of years off there in the middle, but this year does mark 10 years of basement being a thing. And I, and as somebody who's touching on like 10 years in the music industry themselves, it does, it does kind of give you cause for pause for a second. Like, did you ever think in 2009, you'd be here 10 years later talking about basement, thinking about basement, making that your life still? Yeah, I never, I mean, I never started the band for it to be a career and for it to be something. I never thought it would go anywhere other than, oh, yeah, I get to, like, play shows with my friends, get to play some cool hardcore shows and maybe, maybe travel a little bit. Mm. You know, just even when we first got to go to the States, I was like, well, that's it. I've, I've achieved everything I've ever wanted to achieve. I'm going to America. Like, this is so crazy. And now that's like kind of the norm, and I'm like trying to find new places that we get to go to and get excited about that. But yeah, it's very, very surreal and 
very grateful that we get to do this as like a job and that people still want to support us. It's it's very strange. Um, definitely challenging as well, just to be like trying to keep pushing forward and trying to make new ground. I mean, a tour like this is definitely definitely very reaffirming and like makes you be like, yeah, okay, we're, we're doing something right. You know, we're on tour with like two of the biggest rock bands ever, and uh, it feels nice to be on a tour like this. But um, it's definitely a weird time to be in a rock band as well. Um, just feels like there's not. I don't know. No, there's not an audience for it, but it's just it's just a strange time to be involved in rock when it's not really played on the radio very much. It's not really in pop culture that much, but there's people who still love it. And uh, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, but just uh, it's definitely just an interesting time to be in a band. I think. No, I absolutely understand what you mean, and I get a little obsessed with that idea of like what what not what is rock and roll today because I guess it's what it always has been but maybe what is its place in the the greater cultural discussion in a way of like where does this fit in like what isn't it is the prominence that it used to have yet you know especially where you're at on this tour every night you see a, a room full of people who clearly give a shit for lack of a better phrase. <laughs> So yeah. it's kind of interesting to be like, okay, well, wh- what does that, I don't know, maybe maybe it's one of those things that you just, all you can do is think about it and there's really no answer. You're just like, yeah, you just kind of pontificate about it for a while. For sure. I think, I mean, trends and uh, phases happen and they go in cycles. And right now I'd say like rock, uh, rock is maybe not, definitely not as popular as something like rap. Rap is obviously clearly right at the forefront right now if you look at pretty much any festival or anything you know that is definitely leading it but there is a ton of awesome people doing things in alternative and rock music it's just maybe just not at the forefront of like pop culture right now but uh, hey a few years from now you never know it could be like biggest thing ever but uh yeah like i said it's definitely awesome to still be able to tour the band i mean think about these other bands that still have had careers for 20 30 years and still going it's kind of crazy i don't know if that's what i want but it's cool to know that people are doing it well, and that's in your position of being 10 years in, I, I find that that's also one of the weird things is, you know, all these other bands that started around the time you did that aren't around anymore. And here you are on tour with Weezer and the Pixies. And it's like, okay, well, what did we do different that we're, we're here? They're not here. We maybe didn't become the biggest band in the world, but we're thriving in a way that some of these other artists didn't pull off. And it's that question of like, well, we do, we're doing something right. Something is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we just, there's always been a slight uh, pop sensibility about our music that we like to write songs that I want people to like sing along to and I want them to be catchy and, and at the same time basically never been a band about trying to be too cool or you know we've always I take a lot of pride in the band like the tours we do the art we use the merch we have like at the same time we're always down to try and say yes to different types of tours and different types of bands and hopefully playing for different types of people. Um, I think that sometimes can be a problem for some bands of just limiting themselves to a very small pool of people. Whereas we've always kind of wanted to be like, yeah, how far can we push it? Like, what kind of tour would we do? What kind of tour would we say yes to? Um, but I don't know what, not any other reason why. Maybe just we stuck at it longer, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. It's hard. It's hard to be in a band for this long and, you know, being kind of like the the medium, I don't know what the what the word is, but like touring is hard. It's not 
I, I, it's hard to be away from your family and your loved ones and you don't like have a normal nine to five like everyone else and you come back to tour and it's kind of hard to find it hard to relate to other people because uh, yes. it's just not normal. Like you go away for a month and say, how was tour? And you say, oh, it's good. You know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to explain what just happened in the last month. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously yeah. after 10 years of doing it, sometimes tours, just, you just go through the motions of it being kind of just normal. But other times it's like, amazing you're traveling you're seeing new places meeting new people and it's so vibrant and fresh and like well i really do have like the best job in the world this is like i'm the luckiest person ever it's crazy i get paid to play music and people come and watch it it's that that doesn't make any sense to me so it's both it's sometimes you feel like oh grass is always green on the other side other times you feel like this is this is it this is so cool so and i say this tour is one of those moments where it's just like yeah, there's moments where we have to sit around in the venue all day to wait to play for thirty minutes and then get back in the in the bandwagon and go off. But other days it's like watching people fill in these giant arenas and just play your heart out and just try and enjoy it as much as you can. It's it's, it's strange being in a band. <laughs> Maybe it's like any job, but it it does it has its ups and downs. Well, I, I always uh, think that some of the best advice I ever heard about the music business was just keep doing what it is you want to do, and and eventually, that that'll be what you're doing. Like that's how you that's how people build careers. It's like just if you want to you know get into management or whatever, start working with bands, and 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 long enough timeline that will probably become what you do. But you have to stick with it. <laughs> it's weird. I think I agree. I think it's different with a band because especially with the internet and the way people view bands, don't you think it's just like after a while, if you, people just get get just bored of it. Like tomorrow we get to wake up and people just don't care anymore. It's just over. Yeah, um, that is so true. So yes, keep doing what you're doing, but it's like maybe just because we're in the realm of like everything's just so fast-paced with social media and the internet. It's like, it's like trying to stay relevant, trying to stay current by with regard to like putting out material and putting yourself out there and touring. It's like, I guess you're right. If you just, but it's hard because you don't know if people are going to respond well to it. But I think I know what you're saying. I wanted to ask one uh, completely unrelated to what we were just talking about. Question before I let you go. I uh, I'm real obsessed with producers, and I, obviously you are probably as well as an artist. But you know, working with uh, Colin Britton for the last record, I I'm curious how you guys landed on him for the album because. I mean, it's, it wasn't, I guess in my mind when I saw you were working with him, it wasn't my first choice for you guys. I was like, oh, that's an interesting pairing, knowing that he'd worked with, you know, people like Five Seconds of Summer and One OK Rock. And like, it touches on what you talked about, about writing these songs with the pop sensibility. But I'm curious, like, how did he come on your radar and what made him the right person to do the most recent album? So we've like spoken to a lot of people, a lot of names. We met with a lot of people. And after a while, it's just like, it just felt like totally random to just pick someone. Cause it's like, they all say the same thing. Oh, we like the band, we like the sound. I was like, like, how do you know? And they you go and check someone's studio out. So to the next person, we're like, hey, can we, when we met Colin, we're like, can we just like go to the studio and try and demo something and just see how it sounds? And they're like, yeah, sure. So we like went there and we demoed the songs. And yeah, we were aware that Colin, you know, was a, he's in a, involved in a different world to us. And it worked with artists that are way different than what we're used to. But we demoed these two songs and they sounded awesome. And after meeting with some more people, we just kept going back to the fact that we liked the, the way the songs sounded so much at that studio. And we really liked the engineer. 
this guy Alex that we worked with, and we were just like, you know what? Like, we already have a product that we like, and it's just a demo. Like, I think we already know what we want the record to sound like. It's not like we think out. Al- we know that working with Colin is not going to make us sound like one OK rock. We already have the weird rock and alternative influences that we like. If anything, he's just going to help make those songs. We don't need any more weird and like uh, alternative inspiration. We already have that ourselves. All we have to do is just hold firm to what we like and listen to maybe someone's opinions that might be kind of out of the box and a little bit different. And the cool thing about uh, Colin was that he would be open to share ideas and would also be open to if we were like, now we're not really into that. We wouldn't really do that. He'd be okay, cool. And we just move on. It was never weird, and it was never, uh, it was never awkward. But um, yeah, it's definitely a little bit unorthodox. But we've never done anything really like straightforward as a band, so it was a cool experience. And honestly, I think we've had the best time ever working with Colin and Colin and Alex, and it was just a really cool team, and it was just a really fun record to make. So I don't know. Sometimes you just go with someone that's a little bit outside your comfort zone, and it, kind of, it paid off. I don't know. I, I really love the way the record sounds, so I'm happy with that. Absolutely. I think, it, I think it pushed you guys into a new arena. Well, last question. I know I'm running a little long on time here, <laughs> but I, I am curious. You know, you did, you did just put out this record before. Did you guys know about this tour at all at any point when you were working on the album, or did it come after you'd already finished no. it? No. All right. No, so, just like, so do you think... Totally just, just... Go ahead. You know, like... it was. Yeah, I found out, like, Maybe a month before this tour started, but yeah, it was. It, we didn't. We didn't have a long time to prepare for this. <laughs> well, do you think uh, the experience of doing this? Do you think that's going to inform what comes next for Basement in terms of how you're writing songs? And I, I always hear that when you get to hear your music in like a, this bigger venue setting, it can sometimes change how you think about songwriting moving forward because you know what it's like to kind of fill one of those places with your sound. Yeah, um, if anything, though, it's kind of made me think about doing the opposite. I don't... Recently, I've been thinking about... I don't know. Uh, not trying... Okay, I see a band like Weezer, right? And I think about them writing all these awesome songs they have when I watch them play. And a lot of them were written before they even played, you know, probably like a 500-cap room. It's just like them being them, and that's what people love about them. Maybe the reason why Basement has gotten where we were is because people just liked what we were doing at the start before we even thought about, oh, we're going to cater for this audience. So if anything, I kind of think about the opposite of just like getting into a room, not thinking about anyone or anything and just writing what we like and what we want to hear and what's fun to play. Screw what anyone else thinks. Like, I don't care about trying to fill an arena. Like, if that happens, awesome, but most likely it won't happen and it's just just trying to write music that I like and I think is cool. So I just think about that kind of stuff. Like watching the Pixies, they play a bunch of crazy songs that most people probably, it goes over their head, you know, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Just, yeah, I, I'm I not trying to write songs in the arena. I don't care about that. I don't think it will ever happen. <laughs> I think we just got to, like you said, maybe just keep doing what we're doing and trying to avoid these notions of grandeur to try and like, do something epic. It's like, I don't care about that. <laughs> like, started a band to play with the local hardcore uh, bands. I started a band to play with, uh, like, a, a, some, like, small little festivals. I wanted to play London, you know, like, those, like, pure, 
desire is probably the best thing. That's the advice I'd give anyone who wanted to start a band. Don't start banks. You want to fill arena, just play in a band because you want to have fun with your friends and just write music you think is cool. That's pretty much it. I mean, that's the perfect advice, and that's the perfect thing to wrap this up on. So thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. I am excited to see the show, and I wish you the best of luck with the rest of the tour. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Yeah.